1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: All right, we're back. It's the Luke and Pete show. I do hope you're having a cracking Thursday. As promised, this show dropping into your boxes, so to speak. At 5 a.m., we did we, we we did it, Luke. You said you said ye of little faith said that we were going to drop at seven o'clock. I said five o'clock. And when did it arrive in everyone's boxes? Five a.m. Well done us. Well done Finn for editing. I wasn't up at five. I don't know why we released them at five a.m. We've got at least four hours before anyone's up to create to, to to solve any problems that might have with the with the show. We're, yeah. we're, we're hoisting we're, we're hoisting our own petards left, right, and centre. The
3: only way you'd be up at five a.m. <laughs> is if you had not gone to bed yet.
2: Um, I think you will find, sir, that my new routine and the fact that we do the ramble a little earlier, I've been getting up very, very early in the morning. Thank you very much. What time? What's and, your and routine now then, time. big man? Get up at seven o'clock, mate. Seven o'clock and that's early bird for me. That is an early bird day. Now I'm not on absolute until one o'clock in the bloody morning. I can, you know, go to bed so at a reasonable your, time. as
3: your, 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 kind of, um, your body clock adjusted now, do you reckon?
2: Kinda, of, I can't really sleep past eight o'clock now. It's 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 got to that point. Even at the yeah. weekend, it's not. It's I've turned into a right old, fuddy duddy, in my opinion.
3: Yeah, but well, what what's cool about sleeping late though?
2: No, well, yeah, um, it's not the 90s well, anymore. You You're not a
3: slacker skateboarder anymore, mate. <laughs> I like. You're not wearing a like Pearl Jam
2: t shirt now. Are you? Yeah, but you know those days where you just sleep um, until like 10, 10 in the morning and you've had like nine hours sleep? That's yeah. good. And 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 you may have drank a little bit, a couple of glasses of red wine the night before. Um, you're still on form though, uh, until it gets about four o'clock and you're just knackered again. Yeah, fall but, asleep again. Oh, something lovely um, about snoozing.
3: This is Thursday's episode of Luke and Pete show. That man there is Pete Dawson. I am Luke Moore, in case you guys weren't aware. Um, on Monday, we talked quite extensively about... Um, a number of different things, including bridges of the EU and, um, Mm. dogs that can sniff out anything and a human being who claims she can sniff out disease and other human beings who I think might be a pervert, but this on, on Thursday, Thursday's episode, today's episode, I wanted to get to something, Pete, that I didn't get a chance to get to on Monday, which is, Mm. do you remember we talked a while ago about, um, the idea of grafting a human voice box onto a, onto a chimp?
2: Uh, um, no, I'm I'm not across this.
3: <laughs> you are a ch- you're a you're a chimp fan as well. So basically yeah, I don't... back in the day, um a load of um uh, I'm gonna say scientists, they might have just been rogue mm. ad- adult men, and it would have been men. Mm. Um, chimp owners. Tried to graft a human voice box into a chimp to see if because they're so intelligent and they've been shown to be able to do loads of different sign language to see if they right. could actually speak. But it never really worked, right? No. And, that and so be ridiculous, yeah, because it's mental. Uh, but, but, the, but what I was going to say was based on what we talked about on Monday, re um, the dogs, like clearly a dog ha- has amazing sense of smell, amazing sense of hearing, and um, probably pretty good taste of uh, a <laughs> pretty good sense of sight. Although we'll just stick with hearing and smell for now. Is there <laughs> any way you could? draft those two things onto a human being and create, like, a superhuman?
2: Uh, hang on. Graft what into what? Graft so a...
3: A sense of, a sense of he- hearing and smell from uh, a yeah. dog's level to a human being.
2: Yeah. And you could sniff out um, counterfeit DVDs. The...
3: <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if you were able to do that. That's the only purpose you used it for. Really
2: outdated. And what about the... Yeah, so, the, so, so say if a dog, like, lives to, you know, 15, 16... And he and he's and he's grown up for the first two years of his life, um, like like basically got a really good nose for counterfeit DVDs. Mm. Life moves on. We're not using DVDs anymore. He's on the bloody scrap heap, and it's not his fault. It's the fault of media moving on too quickly. uh, I can sniff. I can sniff. I can sniff out I omega zip disks. I can sniff out. (laughs) I don't know. Old mechanical hard thing. drives.
3: Imagine if you had like a. Oh, you were trying to find a file on your computer, but you'd lost what the mm. file name was and the format <laughs> was. Get the sniffer dog in. Yeah. That'll tell you that's an MP4 or, or, a, or, a, or a PSD. A real. What's a PSD?
2: Oh, Photoshop file. Yeah. Yeah, I um, know why I chose this yeah, too. It just I've, came to mind. I've been using. <laughs> that's a bit weird. I've been using Keynote quite a lot recently. Keynote's oh, yeah. quite a flexible, fun, party kind of package.
3: You're, not, you're, you're not normally use... someone who. Um, uh, let us put it this way, Flirts. other people around you at our company have bullied you into making presentations, is that fair?
2: Right, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Normally but, you just fly um, by
3: night, you shoot from the hip,
2: don't but, you? But secretly, I uh, well no one's forced me into it, I just I just saw someone using one and I was like, you know what, that looks pretty good and I've started yeah. using it and it makes me feel good. But underneath, just know that underneath every um, picture in my presentation, there is a picture of my knob and no one can see it, <laughs> the there. It's, it's <laughs> all in layers, right? And at the bottom... Wait, it's not a surprise it, no just know, right? Every, every Staccano <laughs> show, right? Um, you create the, the logo with a PSD file, right? And then when you export it out, it flattens the image and puts it out as a, a, as a PNG or a JPEG, speak. right? All right. You don't, though. That's the problem. Really. You don't. I know what the words <laughs> mean. <laughs> and, and, and underneath all the layers on every Staccano show, my wanger. So that's all i saying. You know that if you're doing, no doing a, a presentation
3: how, to a lot of people you don't know... You are almost right. legally mandated to put to
2: picture um, yourself naked.
3: No, a slide in the middle of the of the presentation at any point with an eighties yeah. model woman with big hair and a bikini, and then you've got to go.
2: How did that get in oh, there? How did that get in there? How did it
0: get in there? <laughs> uh, By the way, Pete. Pete speaking uh,
3: speaking of um, speaking of you doing things that you otherwise wouldn't do, um, I heard on the Rumour Mill, and this will be interesting to fans of um, other Stakar shows and the Football Ramble. Um, I heard on the rumor mill that you might be going to the cinema to watch a football match with Andy Brassel. Is that true?
2: That's true. Yeah, I, um, Andy r- rang me uh, on the phone. <laughs> and you know I don't like speak on the phone. Yeah. Um, he's I, all about it, Andy. Scott. He's always on the phone. It just, right, okay. Well, because he's a confident, uh, uh, well-read man. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm going to go to um, the cinema with Andy and i will going to put my Willie in the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Do the popcorn trick, definitely. Do the old popcorn trick, Definite. mate. Um, Andy, get your hand in this popcorn, mate. Yeah. Ignore the fact. What are we? I, I don't really know the details of that. I think it's, it's an international weekend. Me and Andy are going to do that at the match. I don't know. I have no
3: uh, in, idea. He just me told me about it.
2: Having a smooch Saturday night at the movies. In me my and mind, Andy a In smooch.
3: my mind, you are going to be sat next to him with your penis in the bottom of the popcorn, uh, <laughs> heavy breathing in anticipation, sweating while he slowly and patiently works his way through his own popcorn and doesn't even look at yours because he's enjoying the yeah. football match.
2: <laughs> well, he's a man of means. He can order his own popcorn. Exactly. Yeah, but I'm excited. I've not, watched, I've not watched a football match at the cinema since... Do you remember when UK TV got given a couple of matches about yeah, 15 years ago or something? It was a very long time ago. I seem to remember being... At the even yeah, and even then it was it was a weird experience. So it's going to be interesting now. especially as like um, obviously the big news this week is that uh, Cineworld have closed, yeah, um, and that they're blaming it on James Bond. How can they just blame one film for like for, for moving to next year that they're going to just ruin everything? Very very well, James neat. Bond
3: very do strange. the pandemic.
2: He did, yeah, he did, yeah. He, he was um, he was very casual with his um, personal hygiene, and he and you know he's he's a man who travels quite a lot, and he yeah he, he put a lot of people at MI five at risk. Yeah, is MI seven? Where does he work? <laughs> I don't think MI 7s a thing. Is it another thing? Sorry. <laughs> I think you've gone too high. What's, em- what's MI four? I do Not one as good either. as MI five. I'm not sure. Right. It's
3: not really my specialist area. M- but there's a Mission again, Impossible I would say five. That, is
2: I? that what it means? I would say that. wouldn't Yeah, I? exactly. That's yeah. exactly what someone who is at the head of at the seat of power, when it get the, the the top table of MI five. I'm what's, I'm what's the I'm the, um,
3: I'm the part of the secret um, service that looks after the training of dogs to smell out MP 3s
2: Yes, lovely real yeah. player, real player fires. Um, Pete, speaking of that, haven't you got two dogs? Can they do anything good? Um, not really. I can smell, um, sausages. It smell. Smell food. I've I've taken a sort of like cooking some like really posh steak for them because I love them. I think they're why brilliant. are you cooking it? You're wasting your own time.
3: They'll eat it. They're dogs. They'll eat it raw. <laughs>
2: But I just keep on like I forget going, if I was a dog, what would I like? And it and and uh, yeah the, 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 My father in law's
3: my father in law's dog ate a pair of socks. Don't worry about cooking a the steak. <laughs>
2: They'll eat whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they eat whatever. One time one of them, like well, a few weeks ago, one um was like just um he was pooing and he was doing like he'd finished the poo and he was just kinda of shaking because he was just kind of, he was just trying to get rid of his poo. Um yeah. but it wouldn't leave him. Um and I had to Have <laughs> you not hand heard the phrase, poo bag, I'm shaking
3: like a shitting dog?
2: <laughs> I had to put my hand in a poo bag um and basically grab hold of the end of his poo because it was stuck to his bum. Uh but it was like but I pulled but it wasn't a poo it was just it like he'd eaten a hair extension. I don't know whose hair extension it was. This long black kind of chunk of hair. He'd just eaten it and I was pulling it out like a magician in a in a and a handkerchief. It was really weird. Pete, you know what?
3: I, I would love I, in my mind i'm now picturing a scenario where a crack team of uh, police officers and dogs are going to try and find a huge haul of heroin and cocaine and you cut <laughs> to the end of the, of the line of them and it's just you there, standing behind your little dog pulling the poo out of his mouth
2: going what <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> oh what don't your shit yours don't take yeah. shits no i don't leave it I out i know someone from mi5 mate grow up we, when yeah, um so, that's surprising
3: when uh, my father-in-law's dog ate a sock, uh, my brother-in-law had to pull the sock out of its
2: bum hole. Not yeah. Well, look, you have to. Otherwise, it'll be you know you got you got to be cruel to be kind. You to get... <laughs> and if you want your sock back, you've just got you just got to grin and bear it. Unfortunately, have you ever but, seen, Yeah, amazing. Um,
3: have you ever seen um, a cat take a poo?
2: Um, they're a bit more polite with, it, aren't they? They just yeah, they kind of really
3: efficient. they are polite, but they're kind of really like secretive about it they look like, at you a, like a what, are you, what are you looking at fucking what really? are you looking at like leave it out I'm, and they look really <laughs> peeved all the time they look around all it. the time while they're doing it <laughs> and one thing they will do but, it one thing they will do which is absolutely mad right is mm. the cats is that so my cats will go out into the garden or a garden and they'll dig a hole and they'll uh, they'll they'll take a shit in the hole and they'll bury it right that's kind of how they mm. do it and, yeah. But but sometimes they'll get confused, <clears throat> and I guess it's innate that they've been told by their mother to do that. But sometimes they'll get confused, right? So if if, if they if they see something they think looks like a bit of mud, but it isn't, say for example mm. a dark coloured paving slab or whatever, right? They will they will do the motion of of, of digging the hole, but obviously it's on concrete, so nothing will happen. <laughs> they'll do a shit on the floor, right? And then they'll go through the motions of the concrete around the shit. They'll scratch to look like it's putting burying it, and they just walk off. So that right, they'll still okay, yeah. do them. They'll still do the procedure, even though it's completely pointless.
2: Yeah, I I, I do understand why. Like like dogs will do a poo, and then they will um do a little kind of moonwalk to sort of like look like they're kind of like trying to bury it, but they're not really <laughs> they're just doing the action. To, they do a little moonwalk afterwards. It's fascinating. Absolutely, four, fascinating. Pi,
3: oh, four limbs on a moonwalk. That's twice as good. It's oh, it's oh,
2: it's twice as. It's it's wonderful. I love watching it. I love watching dog do poos. They're brilliant. But the ones, that, the couple that I have access to, they they do. One of them does the cu- have Pete, a, a pooie. Don't say the couple access- that I have access to, because that <laughs> sounds they're not my dogs. Mental. They're not my dogs, but I do love them a lot. I think they're brilliant. Um, but um, one of them has a bit of a pooly tum every now and again, and he's got to take uh, doggy gavascon, which is just Gavascon in a smaller bottle for a larger price. I've said it before. I've said it several times. So the doggy Gavascon is overpriced at the best. The thing is,
3: right, that's mad to me because I for ages was racking my brains about what your partner sees in you. And now I know she's got a dog with an upset stomach. You are the world leading expert on, <laughs> on acid stomach. reflux. So yes. you, she's got you. She's got essentially a professional
2: on hand mm. anytime she needs yeah. it
3: to give her advice about a dog's digestive system. Perfect.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I and I poo about as often as as the dog, pretty much. So yeah, this is, it's uh... this has been um quite poo heavy this episode. Can I change the subject? Is oh, that all yeah. right? Go on then. Go because on, because I found out the other
3: day um that um the London New Year's Eve fireworks have been cancelled. No, oh, what are we can do instead? It's not for t- not because of Corona. People just think it's shit. No, um, it yeah. is it is to do with Corona. Um, apparently a hundred thousand people. Normally, I don't know if you have to buy tickets or you have to kind of register your interest, but apparently 100,000 people normally turn up, but they can't have it. Um, So they're going to do something um, that Well, Sadiq Khan, the mayor of London, said the team are working on something people can enjoy in the comfort and safety of their living rooms on TV. I mean, that's how I used to watch those fireworks every year anyway. So nothing's going to change for me. but, But I mean, are you sad about that, Pete? Were you a fan of getting down into the middle of London on New Year's Eve?
2: Um no I th- I thought it was dreadful I, I I don't think I've ever had a good uh, London New Year I, I don't you are normally so, away anyway. aren't you I I do like getting away yeah I think the last I think it wasn't last year the year before I saw New Year in the oh god which Arms is it in 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 in, in Hoxton um some cart kind of, some wanky um, kind of um, zeitgeisty uh, pub um, where every where they said it was uh, dress up and I thought it was fancy dress uh, oh so yeah you dressed as Charles as Dickens
3: the, or something didn't you.
2: I dressed up as um, um, the bloke out of Gangs of New York. Oh, Bill the Butcher. Bill the Butcher from Gangs of New York. stovepipe yeah. hat, uh, mutton chops, a £25 moustache. I'll give you that. Is that the towards the gloop. top
3: end, or is that moderate for a
2: moustache? I don't really know. It was certainly it, it was a great bit of work. It was a lovely curly moustache. So it made me look just like him. And then I turned up and nobody was... Uh, there was one man kind of dressed as Joey Ramon, but I think that might have just been how he dressed. So yeah. I was completely turn alone. Hard to Hoxton, to be fair. Anyone... <laughs> I know, I know, right? I could have just put a couple of cogs on the front and been steampunk.
3: You, I mean, but people, listen, before we go to a break, Pete, first of all, you can grow mm. an excellent moustache anyway, so you should have saved yourself some money there with a bit of foresight. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, I get regular tweets and messages about you and steampunk, and people don't know how to get into steampunk? Um, what the kind of uh, protocol or ro- rules are about steampunk? And they know that mm. you are well into it, so would you give people a bit more I'm information? Not, well, about I'm not
2: it? well into it. I think it's a, a, a non It's not well into it. I hate, I hate steampunk. <laughs> it's just a lot of fucking cogs and leather, cogs no, no, and, and, leather. and, and
3: uh, time travel.
2: And time travel probably is it time travel? I, I, think know, a bit I, I time don't know time what it is. is. You
3: tell me. You're I the don't one know who loves what it
2: is. It's all bollocks. Ugh. <laughs> I hate
3: but, steampunk. Is it fair to say, of all the people that work at Stack, you are the most steampunk?
2: I will take that. Yes, I, I will happen because yes, you wear I, like I, a I pocket watch on. and a
3: waistcoat sometimes, and you, and, you, <laughs> and, you, and you knock about in a stovepipe hat, and you do look a bit like you've just
2: travelled here using some kind of Victorian time travel device. So I'm I mean- not having it. Right, ad, f- this is as angry as I've ever been on the show. Add brick. Add
0: brick Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to Bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at Bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. Bluenile.com code LISTEN.
4: Join me, Melissa Reddy, and listen to my brand new podcast, Between the Lines. I'll be speaking to the biggest names in football about the captivating, behind-the-scenes stories fans want to hear. From major talking points to untold anecdotes, you'll hear from some of football's leading stars as well as those working in the shadows. In our first episode, I spoke to former Spurs manager Maurizio Pochettino about that Amazon documentary.
0: We feel responsible because it was uh,
4: very
3: difficult to say yes, to open the door to Amazon. Only we watch with Jesus the 25-minute first because it was until we uh,
0: left the
4: club. And on our latest episode, I investigate how prevalent and damaging social media abuse is in football. And I was like taking all this negativity onto myself and I did. I kind of lost myself and my personality because I knew everything that was going on around it. And it's not until I actually got to a stage where I thought, like, I can't take this anymore. It is becoming too much for me that I spoke out about it. Craving football? Insight? Well, look no further. Listen to Between the Lines with me, Melissa Reddy, via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts.
0: This was a Stakano production.
2: Alright then. Back on the shore. No more steampunk chat. No more cogs, no more leather. No more beards, no more time travel. I
3: didn't know leather was a um, thing in steampunk. I thought it was just cog. It always and, uh... seems
2: a bit, yeah. Uh, it, it seems to be leather frocks. Um, it's just a bit Victorian, coggy kind of stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, there might it's be just people just listening who are really
2: into steampunk, and you've just dis- yeah. You've apologies to those them. people. It's just not, just not for me. Just
3: not. If they me. don't like it, they should just fuck off to another timeline, shouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. True. Um, Pete, oh. um, we've got a few good emails here. I'm going to start with my, that's okay, with you. Um, right, it is from Matt from London, and he's emailed into hello at com. We urge you, listening at home, to do the same. We've had email topics about awkward conversations with parents. We've talked a lot about dogs over the last week or so. Get in touch. <laughs> Everyone loves dogs. You must have something to say about it. Um, and mm. this one is a um, fairly common thread that we've done recently about um Certain types of teachers. Okay, so Matt okay, from London. Right. Matt from London says, "Hi guys, I was listening into the Luke and Jim show episode, and the email about the secret footballer school teacher reminded me of my GCSE history teacher, Mister Turner. Do you remember who your GCSE history teacher was, Pete? Mine was Miss Duckett,
2: Mister Lee, and Miss uh, Heal. I think um, okay. they, they, they shared. Uh, Mister Lee uh, concentrated on." The I think he did William Gladstone and Benjamin Disraeli and right. the other side was the Corn Laws and stuff like that so right. um, I, I very much preferred Mr. Lee's teachings he's very good I think he, he, he used to Why listen not? the Ramble I think did he? fucking yeah, great. I yeah I think that was the guess yeah, yeah hey, he, Mr. Lee he was Lee? a teacher for a while yeah Mr. Lee I liked him a lot Mr. Lee, if you're out there and Good. you found
3: your way towards this kind of um, to this episode, um, please do <laughs> um, send us your any kind of school report card you've got about Pete Donaldson. That would be brilliant. Anyway, yeah. All right. Mr. Turner was a, a huge music <laughs> fan, and he would always chat to us about what he was listening to and ask him what the latest music craze was, uh, one of those teachers. He said during one of these chats, he let slip that he was, in fact, a former member of 80s two-tone band Bad Manners. Oh, big legs. Um, Great he news. Said, actually, actually, Matt says 80s 2 tone ska band. I can't quite remember if Bad Man's was scar. I, th- I thought they were kind of like oi or punk or something. But anyway, it doesn't lip matter. We know up, no, Bad they were Mans definitely was.
2: ska. lip up fatty, and yeah. lip up fatty, fatty reggae. <laughs> Buster
3: Bloodvessel was their lead singer, right?
0: Mm, yeah, And for yeah, those yeah. who
3: were too young to remember, um, Buster Bloodvessel was this guy who, um, he was like a big, bald guy, and he was like, massively fat, right? That was his thing. I'm not being (laughs) rude. That was like actually his thing, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He had a massive
3: belly and a massive um, tongue. And at one point, apparently, he was um, 31 stone. And you think, well, okay, if he's a musician, he's in rock and roll. Um, he's Mm. probably not going to be any, he he might have shuffled off this mortal coil. He may have left this veil of tears, but Mm. he hasn't actually. He's shrunk down to 13 stone. He's still very much alive. And by look of it on Google, he's having a lovely time. So good on him, Buster him. Anyway, his his fellow band member and now teacher of our listener, Matt from London, Mr. Turner, um, then uh, proceeded to immediately pull up YouTube clips of them on top of the pops and put them on full screen on the class projector. (laughs) <laughs> I love it he
0: really? said after telling
3: this to my dad when I got home he took an unusually healthy interest in attending the upcoming parents evening having never previously <laughs> given a shit um, so that's quite interesting and then well, Matt also says I, Pete oh go on
2: yeah I, I just always like with with, um, with with parents evening I always used to be just incredibly scared that I was going to get into trouble and, and invariably yeah, they they told me that told me that was a class clown and a prick and all that stuff yeah, uh, and now you should get in trouble like you forget that that, that that parents don't want to be there either. They've got no interest in being. Oh, there. my mum wanted to be there, hundred percent. Really? You oh, reckon? Yeah. Big time.
3: Nah. Yeah.
2: It's just a waste of an evening, really, isn't it? You know, when your son's a little shit.
3: Yeah, my, the problem <laughs> you
2: is my, the problem is my parents, who I
3: love dearly, they've backfilled the narrative there because right, they're really okay. proud of me now. They've always been proud of me to an extent, but I think secretly they were like, oh God, Luke could have actually achieved something if he really tried hard. <laughs> and now they're, all of a sudden, they're really happy all the time. So they've backfilled right, okay. the narrative. Um, so that's on them. But my mum used to love um, parents' even I think, and she also used to love reading my reports to the point of where towards the end of my school days, um, I used... I, I I, by the way, I might have mentioned this to you before, but this hmm. is ranked as my one of my all-time best achievements. I managed to
2: convince my mum
3: that the school had stopped sending reports out.
2: Oh, yes, 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 yes. And yes, I hid yes, them at the back so, of the
3: so, wardrobe so. for years. <laughs> and, and, and they only found them when we moved house. And I'd already left school by then. Checkmate more. Checkmate. Can't <laughs> think about it now. That's I'm no che- longer yeah. in education. What are you going to do about it?
2: <laughs> what do you mean you're what I like me about <laughs> what, I, what I like about that is, why did they give the responsibility of, was it like a final test of honesty and valour? Uh, that you would deliver your own fucking, you know, your own P forty five effectively for the family. You sort of go, I'm a prick. Here's a piece of paper saying I'm a prick. Why have they given me this responsibility to deliver my own fucking funeral effectively? Yeah, yeah. Your own I, eulogy. I
3: from memory, my school started out giving them to us to take home, and mm. I think they probably saw the um, the reams <laughs> of paperwork blustering around the local school field,
2: and uh, <laughs> and then
3: started posting them. But I used to get honestly, I used to get up early and inter- intercept the post
2: yeah 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 yeah. Um, but anyway yeah. I, was
3: gonna, I was gonna say to you that um one thing i would have liked to have seen at school would have been the idea where you could kind of negotiate a position with the school about your report mm. because the reason i yeah. say that is because i know kids have jumped up dickheads a lot of time and i certainly was but like you do get some teachers who are just nasty pieces of work right so yeah I, I, I and, remember, and they're I remember, taking it out on people absolutely and I remember. Um, a couple of teachers who basically just didn't like the cut of my jib, right? And everyone listening yeah. will, will understand that. And I, and I totally understand it. I get it, right? And I'm not, I'm not arguing that they should have immediately taken a like to me, but the thing is they shouldn't really be letting that get in the way of their work. I, I remember, I remember a couple <laughs> of teachers saying, saying, that, um, and I'm probably going to set myself up for a fall here and you're going to take the piss out of me. Right. I remember a couple of school reports from a teacher saying that I wasn't very clever and that I was unintelligent. And that's just such right. fucking bullshit. Like, I, admittedly, I, I didn't try very hard, and by all means say that. But don't just say that I'm fucking thick because I wasn't thick. Right? Do you know what I mean? It's just—it's just, it's just annoying. <laughs> it's one of those things that still annoys me even now.
2: Yeah, but you've got to remember—I mean, two things: I—I um, um, I find you objectionable, and I don't have to teach you. And True. B, um, y- y- you know, people are fallible, and teaching is fucking exhausting. And I don't know why anybody wants to do it. I don't want. I don't want to do <laughs> I've, it. I I went in one cl- a couple of classrooms uh, unbelievably I am CBG checked CBG checked um, and did a little uh, podcast lesson or whatever and I was there for two hours and I was fucking rinsed by the end of it absolutely yeah. how old were the kids exhausted um, probably about eight or nine I was fucking rinsed mate I was yeah.
3: absolutely done so so I did I did. Um... It's obviously I don't like to talk about the work I put back into the community, Peter, because that's not what I'm all about. You know I me; mean? I don't like to blow. That's court
2: mandated, bit. so it's <laughs> you're saying it.
3: But, but I I went and did um, some stuff with uh, the University of I'm going to say Buckinghamshire, uh, Bedfordshire. Sorry, sorry, University of Bedfordshire, and um and I went and gave a talk and they were able to ask questions about podcasting and stuff. And I was happy to do it. It was, it was great fun. And, and, and Terry Lee, the guy who runs it, is a, is a good guy. Um, but they were all really I – mean, I mean, these guys are university students. It's a bit different. But they, they were all really um, respectful and polite and really, really enthusiastic. I actually really enjoyed it. So, I mean, if, they, if they're eight or nine, that's probably a little bit different. Anyway, but Matt finishes the email, by the way, saying, in mm. less rock and roll news, one of my college lecturers was married to former world's strongest man, Jeff
2: Capes. <laughs> Ha <laughs> Jeff, was was Jeff I was thinking about Jeff I was thinking about Jeff Kipps this very fucking morning. Incredible. Like, wow, I'm so glad Jeff Kipps got mentioned on the show because he was in my mind and my heart this morning. It was such I just thought in my life tossing cabers would just factor in a lot more than it actually yeah. what it actually did.
3: And I think it's hard to overstate to people who are too young to remember, who don't mm. live in the UK, how much of a cultural touchpoint Jeff Capes was in the 80s for like no reason. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I can't. Um, I, I was reading. Um, so the reason why I thought of Jeff Capes was because a Big Daddy, you know a Big Daddy? Yeah. Giant hair stacks. Two of, well, two of the most famous um, British wrestlers who ever lived. Um, yeah, but sure. they were terrible at their job. Uh, they were awful. They were they were terrible, but they were very much a, fix- a lot of charisma. But they they they, they were terrible at their job. Um, uh, big Daddy's big move was uh, to bl- to throw a bucket of um, a bucket of what everyone thought was water over his uh, core competitor, uh, but it was actually just torn up bits of paper. Um, and, and Mark Haynes was writing about how much um, he 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 cared about um, Big Daddy. But w- what I think we're forgetting is. Um, the, the, the big daddy and then I went on to think about Jeff Capes because obviously he was a, a strong man of of back in the day but it was back when like strong men weren't, weren't particularly physically fit or capable just they really were just fat. big guys they were fat guys they would eat three breakfasts and they go yeah. oh and you know loads of shredded wheat and all that business and so yeah. that would be the test of strength you just eat a lot more stuff than you actually um, yeah. should really eat and you'd be dead when you're 50 um, yeah. but yeah it's, it's it was a I I I think nobody really thinks about how um and I hate to Sasha it into Big Daddy Town but territory but Big Daddy as a name is such a funny and stupid name yeah. like as, as like his real name was Shirley Big Crabtree Daddy. right yeah well his son uh, his son is a rugby player isn't he and he looks just like him is, is, is his son is definitely a kind of close of he's he's a professional rugby oh, player right. he looks just like
3: him yeah he's he's yeah, a real character yeah, as well gigantic look. Yeah, yeah. Anyway yeah, Pete Apparently according really to Matt um, Jeff Capes came to visit The school once But couldn't get into The classroom chairs, So stood by the door Like a correction officer At a youth offenders institute Which I can kind of Imagine <laughs> him doing Can't you
2: Yeah Yeah massively Was that was, um, uh, Did you have anyone Like visit your school Back in the day Because we had like Jeremy Beadle And uh, Tessa Sanderson Did you and We Pope? had uh, Chris had yeah, th- Chris Akabusi I was going to say the Pope But that can't be right no I think way. the Pope Was just up there be- No You know why I'm thinking <laughs> The Pope visited right Get this right. There's because a picture we're Catholic of the wall, school.
3: probably.
2: Right. So our teacher, Mr. Carlos, incredible um, artist. Like it's incredible. He'd do these beautiful oil paintings of everyone who visited the school. Yeah, it was, yeah. And he and he painted uh, and, he, and he painted Jeremy Beadle and Tessa Sanderson And then next to it was a picture he'd painted of of the Pope. Now. In my uh, childhood, I just thought that the Pope had visited, but then thinking about it, he'd probably just painted it because it was a Catholic school, and he yeah. is the leader of the Catholic church. So, yeah, Joe, I would like to state for the record, uh, Pope John Paul II did not visit Hartlepool uh, English Martyrs School, secondary no. school and art college.
3: No. But I mean, maybe, maybe uh, what was the name of the teacher?
2: Mr. Carlos.
3: Yeah, he probably just um, just liked him, or whatever.
2: Yeah, just a, it's a fan. It's but Chris Akabusi
3: came to our school, right? Nice. Remember Chris Akabusi, yeah,
2: I do. Yeah, was he a runner or a um? He was a runner, was yeah,
3: four hundred meters. Yeah. and he's right. the original guy who everyone says did a Wooga, but he didn't. He did oh, wide, and it was John Fashion oh. did a wooger. and that's <laughs> that kind of a... fucking annoys me because people confuse it. And and there's oh it, wide, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. he did, he, he did anyway.
2: have a, a pretty a pretty um, extensive. Um, uh, um, vocal tick of uh, the W's were very strong weren't yeah,
3: they the Roy, the Roy Hudson, yeah and, but the thing was when, when Chris Akabusi came to the school it was like a big thing and it was like okay it was the 90s mm. he was popular he had a real big yeah. personality as well so it was like a cool thing and he came to an assembly and did like a talk and it was started off mm. talking about probably I can't remember which Olympics he was in maybe the Barcelona Olympics in 92 I'm going to guess that um, and, it, and it was cool and he did that for about 10 minutes and then like he did the rest of the hour about how much he loved God and if, right, I felt a okay, bit like, even yeah. then I felt a bit like they snuck this in through the back door here. Like <laughs> They're trying to make religion sound cool because Chris because Chris Because a- 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 going it. on about it, yeah, yeah. And this is not what we signed <laughs> up for. We didn't sign up for any of it. We had to do it. But you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. So that's the
3: only one I can remember. Roger Black is from my hometown as well. He was also a 400 metre uh, guy. Um, he was from um, Leon Solo, which is where I ended up spending a bit of my childhood. So th- th- I don't know if he ever visited the school. Or I can't really remember. But... I can't stress to you enough, and yeah, there are going to be people listening to this who went to very, very difficult schools, inner city schools, and I'm not suggesting that mine compares to that, but in terms of the area I grew up in, my school was the worst um, school um, around, and I literally uh, was looking at the local news website um, yesterday, actually, and the uh, one of my classmates has just been put away for four years for robbery, and Ooh. um he's probably about the 10th person i can remember from my school who's currently inside or has been inside so i don't imagine to be fair to chris akabusi he enjoyed his time there much either so it probably cut both <laughs> ways
2: well his local i mean just running around um trying to get to the gun wharf from one side of well he wasn't the, still uh, running everywhere road, mate
3: right. i think he'd get a cab well, I'm, just, I'm,
2: right. just, I'm just saying that's why people from leon sonnet are quite good at running that's all Thinking. could be actually you sort of had to run around i mean there. the thing is like I... if
3: you're aware of the jog for the area you wouldn't be running you'd probably yeah i mean you could run all the way to gosport ferry from leon solon but if you're going to run all the mm. way around to portsmouth i mean that is a long old trek
2: that is a long think? yeah that's right yeah i think with um if you sort of look at um do you, do you remember in the like a lot newspaper? Did you have like court court moments i think it was called in the Hartlepool Mill, where it was yeah, just yeah, everyone course, who was yeah. up in court, yeah, court. Yeah. It was just every everyone in the area who was up in court for the local busybodies to read, read up on, and like, yeah, there'd be a few schoolmates from back of the day. I remember i um, being a super drug once, and there's a lad called. Oh, I'm not going to say his name. Um, he, well, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure, he's gone on to better things than um, stealing an entire tray. It's hard to uh, explain precisely how many razors he managed to get into his bag um, in one fell swoop by saying hello to me and a friend. Um, yeah. just big swooping, more motion, woof, right in the bag, and off. All right, lads, see you later, and then off. Um, and he I mean, took a, a lot of mate races mine
3: at school. I remember at school, going into I was in he was in Woolworths, and he got mm-hmm. he got lifted, and arrested, and everything because he stole a load of blank tapes. I mean, what's the <laughs> fucking point of that? Locky.
2: The pound-to-space pound to, pound to space ratio is way too high. I'd be going for, like, fuses and batteries. No, I mean, in yeah. blank tapes, you, I mean, you sell them in the pub, but it's, just, it's, it's, you, it's too bulky, too one bulky of the, me. Um,
3: exactly, exactly. One, one of the th- the things that used to get when I worked at the supermarket full-time, I became quite a good mates with the security guard there, and, um, the thi- and we used to chat all the time, and the things that most mm. got stolen from the supermarket were things like uh, batteries, because mm, they're expensive yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're small. Everyone needs them. Weirdly, uh, nappies, I guess it's not that weird. Right, okay. People need them and they're expensive. And um, yeah. and just basic stuff like um, the proper high-end, like bottles of whiskey and stuff.
2: Right, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. They were yeah, your main fair. targets. Makeup? Makeup and razor. Yeah, probably, but in, I don't. But this is the 90s. Normal.
3: I don't think the supermarket I worked in then really sold makeup.
2: Right, okay. It wasn't one of those well, kind of
3: all-encompassing type places like they are now. I think it was more of a kind of food-based shop.
2: Okay, right, yeah. Well, do you know what I mean like like if you if you needed makeup? Not not that I I, I did spend myself uh, spend my uh, my teens dressed as a glam rocker, but um, but uh, yeah, the, the, like makeup was only ever sold in chemists. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, much. I
3: think I, I could vaguely remember that. I, I think um, these days, I think the other thing about it is that the accessibility and the ease of being able to purchase pretty much everything you want is something that you don't really think about now. Back then, it wasn't no. as easy as that. Like Things were a lot yeah. more separated out, weren't they?
2: Yeah, exactly. How would you get in Maybelline is the question. Um, maybe you're born with it, Pete. Um, let's go. Maybe you're born with it. Let's get out get of here. Get me some let's... VO5 hot oil, baby. Oh, I remember that. That was <laughs> uh, a big thing, wasn't it? Wasn't that a big don't thing? Don't be so day? mean to your hair. Get hot.
3: Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Um, Anyway, on that bombshell, um, we will leave you until Monday. Have a lovely, lovely weekend. This has been the Luke and Pete Show. I've been Luke Moore. He's been Pete Donaldson. Um, Get in touch with us. Hello at com. Leave us a lovely review wherever you get your podcasts, particularly on Apple, because that really helps us. And uh, tell your friends as well. And we'll be back on Monday for more of this
2: nonsense.